how much do you get paid? We've all been hearing about the great resignation. Millions of people have been quitting their jobs, seeking out new opportunities. One journalist took to Twitter and announced that her job would soon be available, but she added one bit of information in her tweet that you don't normally hear, her salary. The tweet went viral, and it sparked a nationwide conversation about pay transparency. Why are we still so secretive about salaries? Here to tackle the taboo topic of pay transparency is the journalist who sparked the conversation with her viral tweet, Vicki Walker. Hey, Vicki. Hey, Sasha. Thanks for having me. Also joining us is Andy Challenger, Senior Vice President at Chicago-based employment consulting firm Challenger Gray and Christmas. Hi, Andy. Hi, uh, good morning. Thanks for having me. Vicki, so you recently resigned as senior travel reporter at The Point Sky, and that's a, a travel and lifestyle media company. And then you tweeted this, quote, if you apply for my old job as senior travel reporter, you should ask for no less than $115,000, a signing bonus and a relocation bonus. You also said that your own salary had been 107000 So my first two questions, what motivated you to share your salary publicly and why that $8,000 difference there? I really wanted to be transparent about my salary for anybody who was considering applying for that role. Um, it's a, it, it was an, a, an amazing uh, role being able to cover the pandemic. And so I wanted whoever you know got the role to know exactly what I made. Um, asking about somebody's salary is often seen as very taboo or seen as impolite. So I wanted it to be very public in case somebody didn't feel comfortable uh, reaching out to me directly about what I made. Um, and in terms of why the salary discrepancy, I'm, I'm not, to, to be honest, I'm not completely sure. Um, but I do know that, um, you know, the $115,000 salary is competitive uh, in New York City. Mm-hmm. So what's been the reaction to the tweet. I, I understand that you've been hearing from folks all over the world. Is that right? I have been hearing from people around the globe. I've gotten direct messages from people in the UK, um, India, Australia, uh, parts of the Caribbean. I've, I mean, the response has been extremely overwhelming, so much so that, you know, I've constantly had to keep my phone on the charger just to, you know, see and respond uh, to all of the messages. Are they in support? Um, For the most part, yeah. A lot of people have been really supportive. People have reached out to me saying that it inspired them to ask for raises in their own jobs, you know, even outside of journalism. I've had people reach out to me saying, you know, this has sparked a conversation in their workplaces about, you know, people asking uh, what their co- colleagues make, and people have also asked for their employers to put salary ranges in job descriptions. And so, you know, this is something that I definitely wasn't expecting when I tweeted this. Is something that I really only expected people who were in kind of the niche New York City travel media market uh, to really pay attention to. But mm-hmm. it's definitely sparked a global conversation, um, and definitely something that I would say is needed. Yeah. Well, Andy, let's bring you in here. One of the comments to Vicky's tweet said that it was, quote, a great way to make sure that no one ever wants to hire you. Talking about pay, as Vicky said, it's long been considered taboo in American culture. Why is that? Yeah, I think some of it comes from employers. I think it also comes from human beings, right? Just across every culture, you tend to see people feeling like their personal financial situation uh, should be private in some ways. I think there's like a human 
uh, piece to not wanting to be ranked or put into some hierarchy based on like a monolithic number associated with what you earn in any single job. Uh, so I think that does tend to make people somewhat uncomfortable in terms of whether it makes you uh, less employable in the future. I don't really think so. Uh, we tend to see uh, lots of people sharing uh, information about salaries on more anonymous websites like Glassdoor or salary.com. When I'm working with job seekers, yeah, that's a, a core piece of every negotiation that's mm-hmm. going on and figuring out what, what your market price is. I, I think if you come across as maybe too antagonistic towards your former employer, it might hurt you a little bit, but uh, overall, probably okay. Well, given what we've discussed, Vicki, were you nervous at all about sharing your salary? Number one, I, I didn't expect it to go viral, but number two, you know, I have nothing to hide. Um, I think we should talk about money, right? You know, ultimately, who... Nobody benefits when, you know, salaries like this are kept as a secret. And definitely women don't benefit people of color, younger journalists, right? And so, you know, I didn't really think twice about, you know, I I kind of thought about sending it. But then, you know, ultimately for me, it was more about the greater good. You know, I want somebody who steps into that role to know exactly what I made so they can advocate for themselves. Really, you know, I didn't add any commentary to it. You know, it was just like here's my salary, do with that what you will. Um, But in terms of being nervous, not really. Um, And in terms of, you know, having opportunities after this tweet, that that hasn't been a problem either. Yeah. Well, has your your former employer reached out? No. Okay. Well, Andy, should employees be fearful about sharing salary information? I'm I'm thinking of repercussions and, and what they could possibly be. I've heard of situations where it creates conflicts in the workplace, you know, among peers, um, maybe current management, you know, you're unpopular with them. And, and then maybe potential employers want to stay away from you because they think, you know, you're a muckraker. Yeah, I, you know, I want to be too strong about it because I think you can absolutely share that information to a degree and it's valuable to your coworkers. It's good to be transparent about things. And uh, there is pay discrimination that occurs in every workplace, whether it's conscious or unconscious. And so transparency is the only tool to kind of get at that. Mm-hmm. But then there is also a, a little bit of, it can make people uncomfortable to be ranked higher or lower than other people within their own team. Uh, there is some uncomfortableness around that. And if you come up in negotiation after negotiation, if, uh, you know, uh, your coworker saying, oh, this person told me what they make and I feel like I should be making more, mm-hmm. it could be held against you a little bit. And so I think you do have to be a touch careful about it. This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. If you're just tuning in, we are taking on the taboo topic of salary transparency with Andy Challenger of the employment consulting firm Challenger Gray and Christmas. Also with us is journalist Vicki Walker, who up until recently was a senior travel reporter at The Points Guy. Her recent tweet disclosing her salary, it went viral, along with the hashtag share your salary. Coming up in about 10 minutes on the program, we'll hear about the city's new guerrilla marketing campaign. It's starting conversations about Chicago. So stay tuned for that. Vicki, picking up on a point you were making before, we know journalism, you and I know at least, it's historically an underpaid profession, right? Was the hope also that your tweet might show people in this industry, hey, you might be underpaid and 
inspire them to just ask for more money? Uh, I would say when I wrote the tweet and sent it, that wasn't on my mind, but it definitely is, has been on my mind now. You know, it's no secret to anybody that journalism is historically and well-documented underpaid profession, right? And one thing I have noticed about the tweet in terms of people have been reaching out to me have said, like, hey, I just found out that I was underpaid in my job, and now I'm asking for a raise. I have had dozens of journalists in the U.S. and across the world say, like, hey, discovered through this tweet and through, you know, my colleagues, my friends also now feeling comfortable sharing their salaries that I'm underpaid. And I want to do something about it, be it, you know, whether they want to ask for a raise or ask for more responsibilities or just, you know, some people have reached out to me and said that they just resigned on the spot because they found out they were underpaid. Oh, wow. Um, and so I definitely think this is sparking a conversation about, you know, again, salary transparency, but also how journalism is historically underpaid in the United States. Andy, there are some companies that say, or at least it would seem heavily imply that you shouldn't share your salary among coworkers. I've definitely heard friends of mine say, you know, my manager told me not to tell others what I get paid. Can mm. they do that? Uh, they can't legally do that. You're definitely legally allowed to talk about your salary. Uh, there are very clear guidelines in, in the U.S. laws that allow you to share that information for uh you know, the, the ability to organize and group labor or for other reasons. So you're certainly allowed to. Can you, if you did take that route and um, share your salary information, can you prevent companies from lashing out at you? Um, that might be harder to prove. I mean, there is just uh, the possibility that you rankle people the wrong way mm -hmm. and it, it hurts your reputation with the organization. I'm not going to say that that's an, an impossible situation. That could potentially happen. Uh, they can't legally fire you. They can't legally uh, take actions against you, but uh, could it um, in some way harm your prospects of the company? I think I wouldn't be uh, giving truthful information if I didn't say that wasn't possible. Yeah. Well, Andy, do you have any tips on how workers can get that valuable salary information? Yeah, I tend to think uh, these websites that gather information like Glassdoor or Salary.com, there's a bunch of other ones. It's a really great way to do it because uh, not only can you stay anonymous while sharing that information to the market, to other people outside of your company, to your coworkers as well, it protects you and gives a, a one single place where people can gather a series of data points. It's better than just one off person salary, but you can get a, a, a larger collection of data. Vicki, as we, we talk about the, the journalism industry in particular, can you share what's next for you now that you've left the point sky or at least tell us whether you're staying in the industry? I plan, I definitely plan to stay in the industry for now. A lot of rest, yeah. uh, loving on my dog. Um, <laughs> they did have you all over the globe. You were traveling quite a bit for that gig. <laughs> Yeah, I was actually in St. Kitts when I sent that tweet out. So definitely planning to do a lot of traveling, a lot, but more importantly, just a lot of rest. You know, a lot of companies, they've been moving toward applying uh, more DEI values into the workplace, especially in the last couple of years, Vicki. Do you think it's possible to have an inclusive, equitable workplace without salary transparency? No. Um, because, again, ultimately, when you are transparent about salaries, 
women, people of color, but also, again, younger journalists, the LGBTQ community will ultimately suffer and pay the price when we aren't, when uh, employers aren't transparent about uh, either salary ranges or what, you know, people are making. Um, so I think, you know, and in, in, in a lot of companies have made a lot of strides to uh, be more equitable and inclusive, but ultimately it also comes down to pay, you know, yeah. the work to get paid. Andy, you've been saying that there's a, a massive labor shortage right now as well. Is this a particularly opportune time for workers to, to be lobbying for better pay and, and better benefits? Uh, it's the best time that I've ever seen. Uh, it is uh, definitely a employee's market. Uh, you can negotiate really hard in your job search. Uh, we see a big portion of wage increases uh, which have been really significant over the last year, going to job switchers, uh, people that are willing to move from one company to another mm-hmm. to take advantage of the rising uh, wages and overall compensation. Uh, so, yeah, I heavily recommend if you are uh, trying to take advantage of this, either negotiate with your company right now or it's time to make a switch. How, negotiable, like so other how negotiable are salaries? Uh, they're very negotiable. Uh, this is a time where uh, companies are pretty desperate for good employees right now uh, across just about every industry. And so it's a great time to um, not only negotiate job offers, but go into quarterly reviews, talk to your uh, existing managers, and um, you can bring them market data. You can go to uh, these these uh, websites like Glassdoor Salary and tell them what the market's making and uh, where you expect to be paid or or. Um, and I wouldn't go into those negotiations, though, without a potential other offer. Mm, good point. Well, how can managers best handle this pay transparency topic? After all, as we said before, salary discrepancies, they can cause a lot of conflict in the workplace, Andy. Yeah, it's complicated. I, I think it's it, you know, not realistic for many companies to go to full pay transparency where Every employee can see each other ranked on a, a spreadsheet and create this kind of hierarchy. And um, that's that's probably going to be tough for a lot of uh, companies, uh, but they can start producing uh, um, aggregate information saying this is what uh, maybe different demographics are being paid. Women are being paid this much. Men are being paid this much and talk about those differences. Uh, that's something that we're seeing a lot of companies start to do to try to address this feeling and, and the real discrimination that does occur across different demographics. And do you have any guidelines when it comes to salary ranges that companies will post? Sometimes they're really broad. Yeah, I mean, they tend to be broad. I mean, that's like one of the tough pieces about uh, pay equity is that, you know, there's different, you know, thinking about writers, there's some writers that are really, really talented. And there's some people that are brand new to the industry. And uh, so companies are going to be willing to pay more Mm -hmm. for uh, some writers than others. So experience matters there. Well, Vicki, you have certainly sparked a conversation here. Uh, You're hoping folks will follow your lead, I assume, and, and maybe be more transparent about their salaries moving forward. I hope so. Um, one thing I've noticed about the tweet is that people are feeling more comfortable sharing their salaries. Several people in the quote retweets of the tweet started sharing their salary histories. Um, and again, several people reached out to me saying that in their own newsrooms, in their own companies, people are being more transparent about what they make um, and the offers that they got coming into the door. So, you know, like I said, wasn't expecting this, but, yeah. you know, 
really glad to have sparked this What a surprise, right? Well, to the person listening right now, you know, before I let you go, Vicki, who wants to take that step to, to be more uh, transparent and maybe go for more money, but they're nervous. What do you say? I say, honestly, um, write it down first. You know, write down what you want in a job um, and then just go for it. Again, this is really, you know, this is a kind of worker's market. And so you, uh, in a lot of instances, you do have the ability to, you know, say what you want. Um, and again, and, you know, if your work backs up, backs it up, then somebody is going to want to take that chance on you. That's journalist Vicki Walker, as well as Andy Challenger of the Chicago-based employment consulting firm Challenger, Gray & Christmas. Thank you both for joining us. Thanks for listening. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We've got more for you on the podcast, WBEZ's Reset, wherever you listen.